Hi, this is Pamela Adlon, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and every Radio 8 Ball episode features a musician artist here providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And today we are very lucky to have a songwriter, a producer, a guy who I'm very excited to introduce you to if you don't already know him and to uh, maybe reintroduce you to if you already do. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Chris Price. Hola, hello. And you have your own question. That's right. That you've already given me. I haven't looked yes. at it yet, but yeah. here it is. Secret mystery question. This will be the last question of the show. It's a little like a songwriter's roulette. Uh-huh. Your, your, uh, it'll be the answer... It'll be the the question that goes with the last song on the board. Okay. The last song. In the I was chamber. actually curious about that. Does does it go? A song gets knocked off after we pick it. Right? Yeah. So then we, it, could... we don't draw the same one eight times. No way. No, right. no, that would be weird. All right. Uh, and we have some mechanisms for that. The way we choose the songs randomly is with the wheel. We spin the wheel. The wheel of death. Wheel of eight. Oh, okay. Huh. And, or, and then we also pick the Radio 8 cards, uh-huh. and we have a Radio 8 coin that we use at the end. And we have eight songs of yours on the list. I have uh-huh. a list here. Would you mind playing a little bit of music that I can read the songs? Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Stop Talking is song number one. Song number two, Father to the Man. Song number three... Algebra in the sky. Number four, sigh. Song number five, past is present. Song number six, anodyne. Song number seven, roller coaster. And song number eight, breakfast cruise. That was a that was a a mighty. Uh, usually, when I tell people to just noodle away, they play something like one chord or something. <laughs> that was this whole little opus that you took us on. That was fantastic, Chris. I, and, I don't I don't do simple chord. Things. Yeah, that was that was really great. And uh, 
And so those will be the Oracle fodder. Those are the songs that we'll be randomly choosing from using the Wheel of Eight, the Radio 8 cards, and the Radio 8 coin. Uh, if, for those of you, you'll see the pic, I'll post a picture of it, but Chris, uh, Chris's style of playing, I'm just learning this is a little bit different than pretty much any songwriter we've had before and that he plays his guitar on his lap, not just on his lap the way it sits, but like a... Like a piano. Like a piano. That's yeah, right. Or a pedal steel. Yeah. yeah. Well, no slide involved. No slide, just yeah. with your fingers. It's, yeah. a, it's a really amazing. Uh, so, uh, so as it always starts, uh, the host asks the first question. I ask the first question, and so uh, you just bear with me for a second, All Chris. Right. I gotta dig deep because I recorded two shows already this week, uh-huh. um, and the the first one with Marvin had this weird synchronicity that I was invited to play a show. I never play really play shows anymore. And I was invited to play shows, a show by one of our guests, so I went and played the show. And it went very poorly. Hmm. But it was, it was good, because uh, I actually had a show set up. We did this Radio 8 Ball right. Night of Synchronicity in Music, and we had, a, we had Marvin Etzioni, and we had uh, Mirna, and we had Colleen Green, and Cooper Walker, and Bart Davenport, and Bloody Death Skull, and all these people playing, and I didn't want any of them to have to open. I was like, okay, I'll open, and it'll give me a chance to play. It'll be 8 o'clock, which is good, number 8. There won't right. be that many people there, and it'll just feel good to push some air and play these songs. And because the show was bad the, on the night before, I got to, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. There was one point, <laughs> there was one point in the set the, night, the first night where the, it was, a woman was like, do you always have to stand on your tiptoes when you sing? <laughs> I was doing all this. Yeah, I can't, people can't see me, but it's like, it's just an exact sign that you're not very embodied in your singing. Like, you're just trying to get up over the note. Some, some people do that. I think I've seen Michael Stipe doing that a lot. Uh, but he's probably not just doing that. No, he's it's just one of his moves. There was this thing, know? I was just getting higher and higher. Like, I needed, I needed some sort of high, some platform shoes right. to get high enough to hit the notes or something. Mm-hmm. And so that was nice to, like, go back and be able to play. Like, okay, be, just remember just every verse just think to myself am i am am i in my body when i'm singing this or am i just in my head really basically um so uh, and then we had uh mirna on if people have been following along there and they were fan just phenomenal to, to record with them and i asked a question about having a a good boundary a sort of a consent relationship with the listeners in my audience because mm. I've had a, I, I, one of the reasons I, I stopped performing is I, I had a I, I developed a contentious relationship with the audience in my mind mm. and after a lot of thinking about it I kind of realized oh I, I, don't, I like listeners but I don't really like audiences mm. audiences are big masses of it, it, I feel like audiences are not very intelligent by so, nature so and, you're like Gigi Allen uh, no, no, not as, I mean, I don't really want to hurt the audience or offend them. I just, it's more like Charles Bukowski. It's just, I like them better when they're not around. Kind right of thing. You know, so it's perfect. I have the perfect career, uh, music career. There are very few audiences and occasional listeners. Uh, but it made me, okay, so that was hanging in the air. And then we went and I played the show and I thought it went really well. Like uh-huh. I, one of the things that I just focused on was, Instead of having to have one of the things that I got out of my answer from Mirna was rather than that I had to have this conversation with the audience was that the music in itself could create a spell that would would already would create that consent. So I realized I didn't have to have this consent 
the consent conversation with the audience that mm -hmm. uh, that the music itself could create the spell that would do that. And that was that the, the show actually went very well, but it didn't keep me from getting in a fight with someone who was there. And the people who know sure. me always laugh at the fact that I just I'm always stirring up. Like it's not like I picked a fight with someone. I said something on stage and someone came up to me and just started yelling at me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a bartender for a long time, so. I should be used to drunks yelling at me, but mm -hmm. sometimes something about this drunk woman, I felt, I guess maybe I was listening a little more because she was a woman than some drunk dude, and because she was talking about some being offended by something I said on stage, I had a little bit more attention for her, and it really, even though I didn't agree with anything she was saying, and I was, like, and I was able to just let it go, it just rocked me, and so... That uh, leads me to my question that I'm going to ask, which is I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to be a person who is contentious and is drawing people, like drawing uh, contentious interactions, which I don't begrudge that. I put that out in my art and in the stuff that I do. I'm contentious, so it's reasonable that I'm going to get those kind of reactions. But uh, how can I process the just like physical bodily impact of having someone yell at me having people yell at me on a regular <laughs> regular basis and 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 forgive them and let it let us let it all go and let it be okay uh so that's my question how can i uh how can i better uh navigate those situations where people are or that, that are contentious and feel bad in my body all right and so now <clears throat> to engage the pop oracle mm. i'm going to spin the wheel of eight Na 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 na, we love. Song number one, which is "Stop Talking." Stop talking. All right. Gotta settle down, I wanna walk around I gotta find a place that I can separate From my mind and stay, that's just my state of mind I'm always seeing signs that there's more to life Than being next to grace Gotta cut to the chase, gotta cut to the chase Stop talking about me, I feel so ashamed Said it all before and there's nothing left to say I stop thinking about me and think about the ground Maybe I'll go somewhere and I'll never be found Stop talking about me, I feel so estranged Stop talking about help, nothing's gonna change Stop talking about home, I don't wanna stay Stop talking about then what about today? Ooh. I feel a deeper pain in my mind again Since you went away I had so much to say I gotta get to you And tell you that I'm blue Maybe you feel it too And we could work it out And you would kiss my mouth What am I talking about? What am I talking about? 
Stop talking about you, it's too late to be fixed I've already lost you in my self-indulgent fits I stopped thinking about you, so why am I possessed? The thought of going upstairs and taking off your dress Stop talking about love, I don't think it's real Stop talking about pain, I don't want to feel Stop talking about drugs messing with my head Stop talking about life, I'm already dead state of mind I'm always seeing signs that there's more to life than being next to grace gotta cut to the chase 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 cut to the chase gotta cut to the chase and that was Stop Talking from yeah. Chris Price, the answer to my question, how to best weather those contentious interactions. Well, there was an immediate obvious – the title is, sure. is a very – is a is a command. But, Walk away. <laughs> so, tell me, so tell me about this. Uh, first of all, I was going to hold off, but I got to gush a little bit about your record. Uh, this is the opening track on the record. Yep. And I was thinking when I was writing here that it's – you're kind of – there's a weird curse about it in that the opening, when your opening track is that strong, I never get to the end of the record. Mm. I always get about four or five songs in and then I, my ride finishes and I want to start again. I'm like, I'm not going to, I got to go back and yeah. start with that song. Yeah. That song is so the track. I mean, it was great, a great performance, but that track is such, yeah, it's, r- it's right there in so like in my wheelhouse of, uh, I was described it to someone as like, uh, well, it's, uh, if it's okay with me, mm. it's just for me to say this. Sure. It's like, it reminded me of uh, some, of my, some of my favorite uh, song stuff is by Jellyfish. Oh, yeah. By John Bryan. Absolutely. And it feels like it's in that wheelhouse of stuff where, and this is, this is a tight rope to walk linguistically, where it's overproduced, but you're glad it is. Like wow, ELO okay. or like where sure, you're, yeah. you're like... Okay, this is not overproduced in a way that wastes anything, but it's like oh. this is a full use of the arsenal of music. Sure. You know? So anyway, I love the well, track. Thank you. Tell me, tell me about where the song comes from. Well, that song is um, it's a it's a song I carried around for a long time before I made even my first solo record, which was back in 2012. Um, be, prior to that, I was in a band with my two brothers called Price, and we were signed to Geffen Records, and we had made an album with a producer named Tony Berg uh, what, yeah, of course. In, in Brentwood, and um, I, we made a whole record that had a very distinct sound. It really felt like that band, and after the record was finished, sometime a few months later, I wrote this song, Stop Talking, sort of as a continuation of the sound of the record we had made with Tony. And part of me was like, maybe we'll call the album that we made Stop Talking and sort of preview this song that'll be on the next one. Like Houses of the Holy? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then then the the record never uh, came out. Someone calling me? 
Yeah, just to, it's okay. And we'll get it in a second. All right. Well, the record never came out that I made with Tony and the band split up and I started making solo records. And on the second one, well, shortly after I made my first record, because the first one that I made was on my phone, entirely on the phone, using nothing but the mic of the phone and a four track app. So that I knew that song, it, it needed a little extra something in the studio that I wasn't going to be able to do on the phone record. Mm-hmm. So when I came to actually starting to make the second record, which would become Stop Talking, that was one of the first songs I, I started working on. And, uh, I mean, the the song itself thematically, uh, I guess in a way, like how it might answer your question, would be um, it, so most of the song is, is being told uh, from the perspective of one's own inner voice. Uh, it's all the shit you tell yourself. You know, and it, a lot of it is destructive, you know. Uh, and I think that in a situation like the one you're describing, you might have an inner monologue going that's telling you to do 30 things that are all wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you just got to quiet that son of a bitch down and say, back off. You know, I can't, you got you to gotta slow down and, and cut to the chase, you know, which is that, like, yeah, Anger is anger, and you let it rot and fester in you, and it's just going to get worse and worse. There's no, there's no way out the other end of it. You got to go back in the way you came. You got to go. You got to get out the way you came. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm tempted to to give a long interpretation, but then mm. I'm also tempted to just take the advice of the song mm. and stop talking because we have uh, we have a guest who wants to come through, and I'll have plenty of opportunity to uh, to to give interpretations as we go. I guess, uh, you know, the only thing I will say is that the, uh, the one idea when you're talking about, uh, the, the talking in your head is mm-hmm. that the hardest part is not the negative things that we have to, that we say about other people, but sort of the negative things that we say about ourselves about that ourselves. make ourselves freak out and take on other people's stuff because exactly. it resonates with the yes. shitty things we say about ourselves. Yes. So that's like this they, mix of... They're yeah. telling me I'm a piece of shit. I must be a piece of shit. I feel that <laughs> Even way. Even though I'm arguing I, with them, there's yeah. a part of me that's like, yeah, she's pretty much... She's you right. She's you're right. terrible. You're, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we we can be our own worst enemy 90% of the time if we allow it. Yeah. Uh, but there there's a way to sort of not control it, but sort of... Uh, move through that stuff in a graceful way. Cool. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show. It's a good show. <laughs>